0: I don't know if you're familiar with a document by a they call themselves a bipartisan integrity commission for for the election. So the TIP. Mm-hmm. So it's called. Yeah, the, I don't
1: know. I don't know much about them.
0: No. So the TIP was uh, it's a transition integrity project is what mm-hmm. it means, and it was. Mm-hmm. It was launched in 2019 and I'll quote, out of concern that the Trump administration may seek to manipulate, ignore, undermine or disrupt the 2020 presidential election. So they also say that they're a bipartisan group of over 100 current and former senior government and campaign leaders. But these people are deeply partisan. I'll just give you an example of some of the key people. John Podesta. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Jennifer Granholm, former governor of Michigan. Now, I'll just quote a tweet from her on October 23rd. She said, not that we want to talk about kids, but is anyone else bothered by GOP obsession over a non-verified story about Hunter Biden's business dealings when, (laughs) when Donald Trump's kids have been verifiably profiting from their dad's name and foreign businesses for decades including china Uh, you have trey grayson you have donna brazil okay so max boot who is deeply deeply partisan yes no
1: integrity
0: zero integrity and um but very keen for a transition they've said the tip takes no position on how americans should cast their votes or on the likely winner of the upcoming election. However, the administration of President Donald Trump has steadily undermined core norms of democracy and the rule of law and embraced numerous corrupt and authoritarian practices. That's a very partisan statement. Now, this document went to all the mainstream media and it instructed them on what they called Within this document, it's about a 20-page document and they Mm. workshopped four tabletop exercises, one of which would be, for example, Trump wins in a landslide. The second one is the election is too close to call. The third one is that Donald Trump doesn't concede. And then under that, they have that the point of this document is to address the two biggest threats head on, quote, lies about voter fraud and escalating violence. Voting fraud is virtually non-existent, but Trump lies about it to create a narrative designed to politically mobilize his base and to create the basis for contesting the results should he lose. The potential for violence, violent conflict, is high, particularly since Trump encourages his supporters to take up arms.
1: Hmm. Yeah, I think the key uh, with what you just said with with this document is – that the media is mostly taking its orders. In in many cases, it's from the Democratic Party, because after all, more than 90% of American journalists are Democrat. They're they're registered Democrats. That's verifiable. Um, But otherwise, from other sources of authority or what they consider authoritative. And this is a problem. They often repeat these talking points. So these talking points are sort of strategy. And once again, they're often based on false assumptions. So the idea that uh, if Trump lost, there would be right-wing militias out in the streets perpetrating violence. It's it's fascinating, because on the one hand, maybe some of these people, these journalists who repeated that, actually believed it. I don't know. On the other hand, it's hard to understand how they could, so there might be a bit of Orwellian doublethink involved here. We haven't seen any serious right-wing violence in, in, in years, decades. I don't know when the last time was in the United States. Um but what we have seen is Antifa creating violent riots over over many months and and even the last few years. We saw the Black Lives Matters riots and looting. So sure, there were plenty of peaceful protests, but there were there were many, many violent protests. There were many people killed in those in those riots. And it's pretty clear that Antifa and BLM are not right wing militias. And yet for months we've been warned this is a big threat in America and if the right wing doesn't get its way and trump isn't reelected these people are going to be out in the streets threatening safety so this this memo is is obviously false and yet again do journalists repeat these talking points because they believe it or because they think it'll get their favored outcome i'm not sure maybe there's some doublethink involved in they actually convince themselves this is true but but let's think about it when when you looked at those boarded up buildings those restaurants and stores that were boarded up in places like Philadelphia, New York, Washington D.C. surely the people who were doing the who were boarding those places up weren't afraid of people coming from West Virginia, you know, right-wing militias, Christian militias, let's say with mm-hmm. guns. That's they right. understood it was Antifa. I mean, none of them could seriously believe that. So you know, I, I take it if you ask them in a serious way one-on-one or if you imposed a cost on them for lying, what you would get is people people understand what's really going on. The media is doing this for a political end, not because they believe it. That's my view anyway.
0: I, I wonder, though, if it's a little bit more complicated than that, because I think that one thing that – so big tech has favoured – big tech in terms of Twitter especially has favoured mm-hmm. – journalists but it's also it's also handicapped them a bit because it's exposed their deeply partisan views and they i remember when facebook came out they used to have that thing at the top that said what's on your mind Mm. and people felt like they had to answer that question even though they really didn't have much to say in a lot of instances and on twitter now these journalists are they've exposed who they really are through their tweets. And that is they are deeply partisan. Their hatred for Donald yep. Trump is tangible. It's nasty and they're not hiding that. So these are the people that are in positions of power at these newspapers. So I think that yep. they are, they do believe it. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's, it's, it, it's hard to know, you know, and, and, How overt is this belief is is some of it double think like I said I I really, really don't know it's hard to psychologize people but yeah I think many of them do believe it but it's not past them to sort of tell what they regard as noble lies right.